What's up, guys? I'm Zach, your host of the Aux Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom to jumpstart your life. 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. Let's plug in. The number one quality of successful relationships. We all want to believe that the person we're with will be the person that we stay with forever. But statistically, most relationships will end through breakups. Bummer. Now, the length of a relationship is not the only determining factor of a successful one. There are couples that stay together for decades that are miserable, and there are happy couples in fleeting relationships where the timing or situation just didn't work out. So what is the number one driver of the couples who both stay together and are happy? In July of 2020, a landmark study was published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in America that uncovered the predictors of relationship quality across 11,000 couples. It was actually more than 11,000 couples. By being aware of these predictors, you can bring back the spark in your relationship you're currently in, or if you're single, you can lay the groundwork for a happy long-term relationship in the future. So what the fuck is the number one quality that predicts relationship satisfaction between couples? It is this, relationship dynamics. And if you're not sure what that means, like me, it is this. It, it is relationship dynamics means that the person we choose is not nearly as important as the relationship we build. And Samantha Joel, who was in charge of the study, said that these findings imply that the sum of all individual differences and partner experiences exert their influence on relationship quality via a person's own relationship specific experiences and effects due to moderation by individual differences and moderation by partner reports may be quite small. So in other words, it is more about how you build the relationship between each other. And I'm going to get into those factors in a moment more than the individual personality characteristics of two people. So of course, the person that you choose to be with is important. That's you know, that that is the beginning. But after you choose that person and you decide to enter a relationship, the couples that stay together the longest and the happiest realize that love is a choice. It's not just a magical feeling that lasts because you found the right person. It is doing the small things every day, paying attention to how your fart, how your, how your partner, uh, I mean, if you are in a any the sign of any good relationship is that you can fart comfortably in front of each other. So I am looking for a long term partner. But other than that, um, it, it is very important that you see love as a choice in the small actions and things that you do every day to make sure that your partner is appreciated, that they feel like you want to be in the relationship, sexual satisfaction, things like that, that it more depends on the the way that you are together more than the person that you are together with. And so this study broke up the the two types of characteristics. Um, so there, there are relationship-related characteristics, which are what you do 
within the bounds of a relationship, how you build that relationship, how you break down that relationship. These are the most important characteristics, and they account for 45% of satisfaction. Your personality or your individual characteristics, on the other hand, account for 19% of the differences in satisfaction. So the relationship characteristics are 45%. Again, that's between you and the other person. And then the individual characteristics, that the your, your personality that doesn't have to do with the relationship accounts for 19% of the difference. And so obviously that's super important. If, if you, the personality of the person that you're with is only accounting for 19%, about one-fifth of the satisfaction, and the relationship-based characteristics are accounting for one half of the satisfaction, it does point to the truth that, like Samantha Joel said, that the person that we choose is not nearly as important as the relationship that we build. Once we choose that person, we then have to go on building the relationship through these five characteristics that the study lists here. These are the five most powerful relationship-based variables that explain the differences in satisfaction. And again, I'm going to link this study in the podcast description. And so number one is perceived partner commitment. So does your partner, do you feel like your partner wants the relationship to last? Number two is appreciation. Do you feel lucky to have your partner? Number three is sexual satisfaction. Number four is perceived partner satisfaction, how happy you think the relationship makes your partner. And number five is conflict resolution. How effectively and considerately do you solve problems and conflict? And most of the time, it's better to bring up things sooner than later because you don't want things to boil, which then can lead to those relationship ending blow up arguments. So those are the five most powerful relationship-based variables that affect 45% of satisfaction across 11,000 couples. Perceived partner commitment, appreciation, sexual satisfaction, perceived partner satisfaction, and conflict resolution. Now, I'll list the top five individual variables, the, the personality characteristics that explain difference in relationship satisfaction. So these are the, the individual characteristics. These are not the, the relationship characteristics. These are the individual characteristics that account for 20% of satisfaction or 19% of satisfaction. So one is life satisfaction. How satisfied are you with how you're living? Two is negative affect. Are you irritable? Three is depression or feelings of hopelessness. Four is attachment anxiety if you worry a lot about your relationships or being in a relationship. And five is attachment avoidance, where you prefer not to become too attached. So those are important too, even though it only accounts for 90%, 90% is still a lot. But the point that this study makes and the, the takeaway point from this entire thing is that it is how you live and how you interact with the person and how you treat the other person and how you do the small things on a daily basis to keep the spark in that relationship alive, doing the things that you don't always feel like doing. And th that is the, the indicator of, of the couples that feel the most satisfied or the ones that view relationships as something that you can build. And it's not set in stone. It's not once you meet, then you're stuck together forever and whatever happens, happens. It's no, you can build a relationship with someone once you, you can make a relationship better or worse. It's in your hands how your relationship does. And for me, I, I used to be more in line with the soulmate mentality 
when I was in college, I got hung up on a few people because I thought, oh, you know, like this person is my soulmate. And a lot of people have that mentality where you have one person that you can spend the rest of your life with. And if it's not that one person, no one is ever going to match up with that person. And the reason why this, I think the soulmate mentality is toxic is because if you think that there's one person in this world that's for you and that's it, then that means no matter how that person treats you or no matter what problems you have or no matter how toxic the relationship becomes, that that's still your soulmate. And this study shows the opposite of that, is that there's not one soulmate. There are thousands, maybe millions of people on this planet that you could be compatible with. And a lot of it has to do with location, timing, situation, and where we end up choosing the person we want to be with. And that choice is just the beginning of the relationship. Choosing the person you want to be with is just part of it. You have to be compatible, of course, but then what you do once the honeymoon period wears off after a couple of years, what you do once those initial feelings of lovey-dovey, this person can do no wrong, this is the perfect person, once that feeling starts to wear off and real life starts to set in, it's you start to find out, you know, what the fuck are you made of? Are you going out of the way to appreciate your partner? Uh, are you going out of the way to make sure your partner is sexually satisfied? Are you going out of the way to make sure that you're to do the small things that keep your partner happy? Are you putting in work to resolve conflicts? Are you staying committed to your partner physically, emotionally, spiritually, sexually? And those are the factors that determine, for the most part, up to 50% of whether you will feel satisfied in a relationship or not. So again, those five relationship-based variables are one, perceived partner commitment, Basically, do you want this relationship to last? Two, appreciation. Three, sexual satisfaction. Four, perceived partner satisfaction. Is Do you think your partner's happy with the relationship? And five, how do you resolve conflicts? And so my challenge to you and, and to myself is how can you incorporate these characteristics either into the relationship you're in now or into a future relationship? And I want to end with a quote from Samantha Joel, another one from Samantha Joel in the study. Um and she was the person that was leading the the study on partner satisfaction. And she says this, quote, the dynamic that you build with someone, the shared norms, the in jokes, the shared experiences is so much more than the separate individuals who make up that relationship. Again, the dynamic that you build with someone, which is responsible for 45% of relationship satisfaction, the shared norms, the in-jokes, the shared experiences is so much more than the separate individuals who make up that relationship. And that's from Samantha Joel. So the takeaway is basically fuck the soulmate mentality. There's more than one person that you can be compatible and build a quality relationship with. Yes, you have to have that compatibility and that sexual attraction at the start, but that is only just the beginning. If you want to have a long-lasting love, happiness, and satisfaction, you have to care about those five relationship variables, and there's, it, it will not take care of itself. A relationship like anything else can be improved or it can be worsened by the amount of time and effort and energy that you put into it. 